So um, I have a, I thought there was one part that you really covered a beautiful a new direction that I had never thought of. So you're saying even if one is feeling vulnerable, if one is patient, patient for and bide bides one's time uh, for things to just flower when they will. There is hope that uh, something good might come out of even vulnerability. Besides the fact, of course, it makes us humble, which is something that you said earlier. Uh, if you doubt yourself, you uh, you cross-question your own premises and you try and find out newer, deeper meanings and sometimes stumble upon truths that could challenge your earlier truths. Yes, absolutely. But my question to you is... Uh, do you want to delve a bit on how patience helps uh, if one is feeling vulnerable? Say, for example, if I'm, if you are vulnerable about, say, uh, money, like you talked about, uh, something that we've all been vulnerable, I think, in the last two years, no matter which yeah. field we belong to, unless we are uh, rich capitalists, <laughs> except for a very small percentage of people all over the world, I think most of us have been worried about uh, how things are going to come to be, how are we going to pay our EMIs or how do you how do you be patient in a time like this? I'm actually cross-questioning you on this. How and what should I uh, think about when I'm being patient about something like this? Uh, yeah, I guess uh, mm, being patient is uh, very good. If not virtue, it's also practically useful uh, in the sense uh, being patient comes slowly by, uh, I mean, it's, it's a sort of a wisdom in the sense, uh, I, I don't know if I learned it or, uh, or uh, I deliberately tried, it could be a combination of both and things like that. But uh, one is enriched by experience of observation of how things happen in, uh, uh, with others. At the same time, reading. I mean, uh, much. I mean, uh, somewhere in one of the talks, I was uh, you were talking uh, about quotes. Uh, so I, I, as a kid, also used to write down quotes from newspapers and magazines and things like that. I felt it was kind of a uh, essence of something that a writer or an author uh, packs it into a tight essence of what his life or his seasons in life and things like that. So reading and watching, observing makes you a little more uh, wiser or intelligent. If you open your eyes, you will know how others have dealt with uh, situations that I might be in. Uh, in that sense, uh, if you're open, I, if I'm open, I will learn from others as much as others might learn from me and things like that. So uh, the fact that one, if one is practical enough to uh, balance this both, what I, what interests me, something that interests me can actually uh, uh, make me calmer. At the same time, if I if I'm able to honor others' wishes, uh, I might become a little more practical. So, to that extent, uh, 
I can't really pinpoint on something and say, oh, this is what taught me patience in life. Uh, I, I'm sure it's a question here. Sorry to interrupt, but I, before I forget, hmm. you did use one word, learning from experience. A term you used was huh. learning from experience. Uh, I am quite a crooked mind that way. So learning from experience basically means bad experience. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a quote which says, uh, you learn from bad uh, decision, you learn from bad experience. Uh, also decisions, uh, if you want to make a good decision, you actually have to make bad decisions first. I, I read this on a quote, but, but, but that is actually also true in the sense, how do you know what you decided is right for you, right for others? You don't know. You decide and do things and uh, you realize either it is worked, work for, work for you or it doesn't work. It doesn't work for you. But uh, I can't uh, hold myself tight saying that uh, this has to be a right decision. Uh, it can't go uh, other way and things like that. I can't control so much of what happens to me. Uh, the only control I have is my internal control, which is, uh, they, they say, locus of, uh, locus of control is, inside, uh, is within you. In the sense, if someone provokes me, if I get provoked, uh, it's my decision to get provoked. I'm not saying you shouldn't get provoked. Some things are worth being angry about. But how you channelize that anger and how you deal with it is up to me to a large extent. I mean, um, there's a quote by one uh, scientist, uh, I think Pascal, which says, if you sit in a room quietly, you, you can actually probably solve all the problems that you have in the sense uh, if I ponder over uh, the things that happened to me or the things that uh, I was uh, exposed to, whether it is good, bad, ugly, whatever it is, if I'm able to reflect upon it and uh, uh, realize for myself uh, whether it is worth uh, racking my brains or uh, uh, sulking or uh, feeling angry uh, over time you realize that some things are worth worth it some things are not worth uh, giving your time or uh, attention uh, but uh, as a creative professional sometimes you do also uh, kind of waver and uh, going to uh, aspects that may not be useful. But as I said, decisions or uses are best found out by experience. Uh, and one question right there. Uh, what about the disappointment that one has to live with? So for example, it's very easily said by you that if somebody's provoked me, uh, I need not get provoked or I need to ponder over things. But sometimes you are deeply disappointed. You've invested a lot of time. You've invested a lot of money, attention in developing something. And people do not seem to be... Uh, I Even with something like the Values Workshop, which I have been trying to build as a social cause and get people to talk about values, I cannot deny that there have been days when it's been very disappointing to see that people are not 
serious enough about sharing this or subscribing or liking or just sending a note if they've liked it or disliked it or uh, huh. my I covered it at least in my head uh, I was very clear that why are you doing this I asked myself the question and then it became huh. clear and I'm doing this because it makes me happy to put out something worthwhile out there so the sense yes. of course outdid the disappointment bit but as a general thing I I want to ask you when disappointment hits us first it's not easy to it's a poison. You don't want to drink it. <laughs> Why would you want to be happily disappointed? So what do you have to say to that? Uh, no, uh, of course, it is not easy uh, to face disappointment. Uh, but once, at least for me, I realize that it's part of life. Uh, it's part of life. I mean, there's one quote which says, uh, fall uh, eight times, stand up ninth time. Something yeah. to that effect. In the sense, in the sense, uh, Failure, disappointment happens to everyone. Uh, even the best of uh, individuals face disappointment. And uh, it might vary in uh, uh, quality, quantity, uh, uh, or the situation. It, it might vary. Uh, a billionaire will uh, uh, feel uh, disappointed if, it doesn't, if his business doesn't grow fourfold or anything like that. Yeah. I might be disappointed that uh, uh, I uh, I put so much money, put so much time, effort, but uh, I get so in one sense uh, uh, this is a karma of uh, uh, common. What should I say? I mean, everyone, uh, no one is uh, uh, is so. Uh, indispensable or so what should I say I mean yeah uh, has to go through disappointment so, some kind or the other yeah but uh, how how I deal with it uh, actually uh, makes it worthwhile uh, uh, experience in the sense if I fail at something I could cry complain crib whatever I might do that is not useful emotions or useful feelings uh, or useful useful uh, behavior. I will actually be uh, causing uh, problems to people around me uh, who are uh, uh, invested in me for reasons other than uh, money or uh, other than my satisfaction, my individual satisfaction and things like that. But uh, uh, and if you look at the history of the things that happen uh, as happened in in uh, centuries and millennia, uh, you have so many examples of people uh, kind of getting into so much of uh, bad shit and uh, uh, traumas and uh, I mean all the uh, so much of negative uh, things people. Yeah, so uh, when I look at, uh, I'm still privileged if I if I take the majority of of the population in the sense I have a home, I have food, I have. Uh, so if I rack my brain of losing something, uh, I have to get that thing into perspective. I mean, what have I lost? Uh, 
uh, I mean, uh, these startup people say that it is sunken cost. Never uh, uh, the money or uh, time or effort that you have lost, uh, you have to fail forward in the sense it might be useful in a way which I don't know right now. If I lose money or time or anything for that matter, uh, I will not know. Like, for example, I could say uh, I, while I was in college, I spent a lot of time in theater, uh, uh, mingling with friends, spending time, uh, losing a lot of time in listening to music or anything like that. But uh, now uh, that theater experience, I can use it practically in life if I face a situation where I have to act out something and kind of get out of the uh, situation or anything like that. So in that sense, each one finds his own way of uh, dealing with uh, uh, failure. Sometimes even success can be a difficult, difficult thing to uh, face because unless until you are not used to, if you succeed overnight uh, for some reason or anything like that, uh, it will go to your head and you won't be able to handle it. You might uh, make uh, mistakes or uh, take decisions which are not healthy on the long run. Right? So, uh, it's a little, uh, what should I say, too much of hype of uh, success as the uh, pursuit which uh, is the noblest or is the always uh, wanted of kind of a thing. Uh, failure has a lot of value in the sense you can learn more from failure than you, than you can ever learn from success, I guess.